Hey everybody! Welcome to Goats Deserve Washed Hands. That's from Ern Simon. M. Simon? E-M-S-I-M-O-N. Next week, all the 420 Club members are going to be in the running for yet another uh, visit from me to your town. I had a great time in San Diego meeting uh, the last winners, and uh, we'll do it again. You can bring a bunch of friends with you to the show, and uh, it's a great uh, chance to maybe even possibly hang out with me for a little bit. So make sure you become a member of the 420 Club uh, for the monthly giveaways. You sign up at patreon.com slash getting dug. It's like $4.20 a month is the uh, bottom amount that you can uh, get involved with. and. Uh, uh, I hope it's worth it to everybody. Doug Plugs, I'm doing stand-up in Cincinnati at Go Bananas this very Thursday, August 10th at 10 p.m., and I'm going to be at the uh, Comedy Works in Denver on Monday, September 4th. That's uh, Labor Day at 4.20. So since you don't have to work, it'll be a lovely 4.20 afternoon with me. And Portland, Oregon at uh, Helium Comedy Club. It's a gas Friday, September 15th. That's at 5 p.m. It's a happy hour stand-up show in Portland because I know you can handle it. I'll be on AM Northwest that morning to promote it as well. More of my dates can be found at douglovesmovies.com. Enjoy the show. off we are back in this basement there's been a little time off but i'm very excited to have a guest that we've been hoping to have on for a while uh you know him from cypress hill and from his uh his own solo career it's send dog everybody yes <laughs> and uh tony hitchcliffe is also going to be joining us but uh, he is in route he is on his way here he chose to uh, drive himself, which uh, we do not recommend on this show. And uh, like you said before we started rolling, never turn down a free car. Never. <laughs> That's ridiculous, right? Never. Because you can get as high as you want and then just sit there in the car. I still give, do you still give your uh, driver, like, uh, do you still get frustrated with them if they go a, a wacky route? No, not anymore. You just, I just chill. sit there. And, you just sit there and chill. Yeah, drink the free water or whatever magazine <laughs> they got for you, you know. And I love like, it when they hand you a water when they've been driving around all day that's all hot. Yeah, yeah. Like a warm water bottle. Yeah. Mm, this is going to be great. So I'm just like, that's not the way I would have went, but, you know, he's driving, not my car. You know, I'm just here for the ride, so. I'm all right. That, I like know? that attitude. I'm going to try to adopt that attitude. Yeah. Because uh, I'm always like, take Fairfax. Because yeah. uh, they love to do, you know zigzag they'll look at ways yeah and then drive all over the place i'm like just go the straight line it's you know yeah the straight line's always the simplest if, way it seems the easiest way to do yeah. it yeah so uh thank you very much for uh for being here and um we're moments away from uh 20 minutes after the hour which of course means it's 420 somewhere of course Damn, and... 420 somewhere <laughs> not yet settle down <laughs> it's only 18 minutes after the hour so uh but i loaded up a, a couple of pipes do you have any preference in terms of uh sativa or indica well when it's free 99 no i don't but um when i normally do my thing you know what i mean i'm more of an indica guy I've always been, you know, more towards the heavier side of urban, you know. Gotcha. That, that good feeling, you know what I mean? 
But the sativa there is it also... is, 19 minutes after the hour. Yeah. <laughs> Sativas are great, too, though, you know what I mean? Um, depending on what you got to do that day. Right. Deal, you know well, that's I mean? so, it's pretty early in the day. Do you have stuff you have to be responsible for later today? I'm doing it. This is it? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> well, in that case, the uh, indica that we have here is called Dutch Treat. Dutch which, treat. of course, sounds like uh, you have to, you know, only pay for half. Yeah, but, like uh, or you have to share it with somebody. So I'm going to share it with you. Oh, I apologize. That's, this is the sativa. That's the sativa. The indica one. is uh, triangle Kush. Triangle Kush. All yeah. right. So try whichever, whatever you'd like. We've got a grinder Ooh. if you like to do that, or you can just jam some buds into one of these pipes. I loaded up a couple with the sativa because okay. most of my guests are uh, uh, into the sativa much more than uh, indica. Yeah. I get you. You know. Yeah. Almost, almost. Some call those people pussies. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I think that's harsh and unfair. And speaking of that, <laughs> come on in, Tony. I wasn't going to say Which way is he going to go? Oh, oh he's going to get mic'd up. He's going to get mic'd up He's first. getting mic'd up over yeah. there. We can still talk a little bit more okay, shit about so it. So we'll try the sativa first then. Yeah. Try his little short it's pipe 20, here. You're, gonna, you're late for smoking, Tony. It's 20 after the hour. <laughs> Oh, shit lighter. This is all right. <coughs> oh, that's the sativa. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Both of these are sativa, right? That's what you said? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but, you know, feel free to uh, to try anything before Tony gets out of here, because he's been on the show before. He's a pro. Right on. Uh, what, uh, what's your high history, if you can recall it? Like, do you remember your first time? <coughs> Actually, yes. I get to have my whole own high history. <coughs> I first got high when I was uh, 12 years old, mm. and, uh, before junior high. <laughs> and I could have done it um, in sixth grade, actually, when I was 11, but I was scared of what my friends were doing, but... What's up, dude? What's Tony, up? Sand nice dog. to meet you. Yes, Sand it's an dog, honor Tony. And a pleasure. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. So actually, uh, <laughs> my best friend at the time, uh, in seventh grade, we were eleven or twelve, whose name was Tony, uh, <laughs> blazed me out for the first time before school, and uh, ever since then, it didn't become an everyday thing till about seventeen or eighteen years old. But throughout our growing up, you know, somebody always had some kill smoke before football practice or. Whatever we were going to do that day, somebody would have a little bit of something to toke on. And then as we got older, it just uh, Please, guys Tony. learned how to, you know, we learned how to grow and stuff. And uh, we learned how to do it ourselves. So we kind of had weed more often. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By the time we were like 18, 19 years old, weed was a, a constant on Cypress Avenue. Like mostly all the guys that hung out smoked it. And four or five of us grew it in our backyards. So what well, we came around doing our group Cypress Hill we didn't have a concept for the band or nothing. And somebody said, why don't you guys just sing about getting high? You're like, you guys are like Cheech and Chong anyways. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how it all came it's about. Not a, bad, of, you know? uh, not a bad approach. <coughs> sing about what you know. Yeah, it's literally under <laughs> our nose the whole about time. It. You know? <laughs> the roots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how it came so, together. Uh, that's how it came down, you know. And then uh, I got I got B real high for his first time because uh, we were like four years apart. I'm older than him, almost four I years. I forget if when he was on the show, if that was his story that you got him high the first time. I got him high the first time. I bet he was it matches 13. up. 
He was like 13, and I had some really good chocolate Thai weed back then, right? <laughs> Wait, how old were you? I was like 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. You're an yeah. old pro at that yeah. point. <laughs> so my, yeah. uh, I remember my dad, was that was the time my pops was making me go to work, so I got him high one day in front of my mom's house, and I left to work for like eight hours. When I came back, he was still in front of my mom's house. You know, like, what's the matter, man? He goes, nothing, man. Go, You've been here all day? He goes, yeah. I go, where? He goes, here, waiting for you. He's still zoned out of his mind, right? So he became my everyday stoner after that point because, oh, you know, who good. doesn't like smoking weed when you're, you know, 13? So, uh, so, so there yeah. was a while where you were 18 smoking pot with a 14-year-old a lot. Yeah, but he was 14 and like six foot two, like you see him oh, now. So okay. it didn't, it didn't, yeah. it didn't look like I was hanging out with a little kid. Right. He was taller than I was already. You know, people were like, "Who's that 20 year old smoking with that 18 year old?" Yeah, yeah. So it didn't look like that. It was like you know, it looked cool. You know, we like we looked like dudes that hung out from the same block. So you know, we just went in on it hard after that. And every time the high times came out, we were on top of that, reading that from cover to cover, and. And just our whole life became, you know, being stoners, you know, like that important to us, you know. Definitely going to pull that uh, soundbite for our friends at High Times. That's, oh, yeah. It's a wonderful endorsement. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can kill two birds with one stoned. It was one always stoned. <laughs> stoned. It was always a kind of a amazing thing to me that all the stores, that, when I was a kid, all the stores in the magazine stands, they all had High Times. And it yeah. always had weed on the cover. Yeah. And it was super crazy illegal then. So there's illegal. a whole magazine about it that was in stores. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like they're being a pedophile monthly nowadays. It's kind of like that. <laughs> Let's not so draw Ill- that. It, it was illegal. <laughs> it was because it, it was weird because next to like the Sports Illustrated and like the Tiger Beat and whatever magazine there was like high title of it or, you know, a stoner guy, the Tommy or, or Cheech on the front. So it was like, and we could just buy it and walk out. Even the lady at the counter gave you a weird look. You know, you're like 16, buying high times. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no age yeah. restriction on it. Yeah. If you could afford to buy a magazine, you could buy it. Mm-hmm. So one day I, I got home from school. My mom and dad had gone through my stuff. And wouldn't you know, they bring out the high times, my zigzags. At the same time, I had a poster my friend had sent me from Hawaii. He was on vacation. He sent me a picture of a naked Hawaiian girl on the beach, right? When I get home from school, they're not giving me shit about that naked girl poster. They're, they got the high times like, what is this? Yeah. Is this like some drug Bible? You know, <laughs> they're going in on me. And I'm like, it's just a magazine. My friend left yeah. it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's how you talk to your parents, yeah, my friend. Just, you're my friend left Listen, it. Pal. Everything was my friend. Everything Listen, was my pal. friend. Yeah. You know, until... I told him it was undeniable that all that stuff was mine. I, was I like, think you yeah, should have both shit. the nudie the poster and the weed magazine. I think all of that should yeah, be. Yeah, well, right. I thought they were both cool, you know what I mean? But, yeah. <laughs> well, but that was a very important part of being a stoner, was being educated about it, man, you know? like No, that is true. Smoking. That is interesting that you yeah. read a lot about it at the time and, and you were so young. Because I think, you know, obviously some people that start that young is probably a, a very bad idea, right? Yeah, like I wouldn't. Like you lucked out in that you turned out cool. Yeah, man. I, like, I wouldn't be like, when my kid was you 12 years old, I wasn't... still get done. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I wouldn't get my kid stoned for the first time at 12. Don't get me wrong. You know what right. I mean? I waited till he was 16, and then I got him stoned. But... <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even was stoned. Older, I, was, you know? I wasn't... I got into weed super late. So, like, in high school, I was, like, getting shitty grades just because I didn't... I was just bored out of my mind. Yeah. And didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But I felt it felt like I was some sort of burnout. I should have been getting stoned. Might as, might as well be enjoying myself. I'm with you. Plus, I might one. also focus on lectures a little better. Yeah. If I was high, <laughs> to be honest with you, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Uh, you know, like I see most movies when I'm high, and I yeah. it, it really uh, is. Uh, yeah. 
makes you focus. My senior year. If you're liking what you see. Yeah, my senior year of high school, I just spent the whole day thinking about getting high after school. I could barely pay attention to anything. I was like just giving up. I hated school. Because you could only you got high like you uh, you'd wake and bake. I couldn't get high before school because my oh. teachers were crazy. Oh, oh, they, they noticed you were high. I yeah. get it. So you just uh, went, go home, get high, and then just be high all night. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, me and my buddies, we'd, we'd go to my one friend's house where we could go get stoned without the parents bugging us, and uh, and uh, that was it. It would happen. Every How do you day. explain, like, uh, you know, becoming a success after, you know, smoking it from such a young age? I think that with some people it helps. I think if you're getting into art, it's not necessarily a bad thing to be smoking pot. I think that if you want to be a surgeon or a mathematician, maybe uh, take vitamins. Yeah. And uh, the books. (laughs) Some argue that, uh, you know, the creative types should should try every drug, you know, just to, especially anyone's involving the mind. Right. Maybe not heroin, but, you know. Uh, all the other stuff, the mind-expanding stuff. I don't really get into it. I just like weed, you know? That's, yeah, that's I, my, the only that's other mind. drug that I ever, 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 ever do is uh, mushrooms once a year. In the middle of the desert, me and a bunch of comedians go out, and we Airbnb a nice place and uh, hit golf balls out into the desert, and it's the most unbelievable stuff. But it's really good for your brain. I always feel like I just took a one-month vacation after a little desert shroom trip. But other than that, it's just pot. I don't even take aspirin and stuff. Like, I like to keep it pure. You know, it never even crossed my mind to Airbnb a house and then have have a party at it. Like, that never... I never thought of that until I went to one. And I'm like, why haven't you thought of this? This is ridiculous. Because <laughs> so you can crazy. get a nice place for a pretty decent rate for a night. I got it. You just got to, you know... Yeah. Make sure you have responsible friends so yeah. shit yeah. doesn't get fucked up. Well, when they're on mushrooms, you never know what's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. What? They, yeah, they're that's, seeing a completely who's, different who's thing than you're seeing there. on the line if you... Yeah, mine. No, yeah. Tony's name. It's all yeah. right here. None of my friends want to be the one that messes up at the the place. They're all, if anything, paranoid the whole time to not do anything stupid. So. Well, that's good. But well, that's was... another thing about weed, yeah. and maybe not mushrooms, but weed, like, you don't do fucked up shit because you're on weed. You right. know, like, you kind of almost stop doing fucked up up shit like yeah. you, it makes you go hang on a second yeah, yeah. you're high right now yeah you know, or maybe you just don't settle got down <laughs> you're just couched and stuff right <laughs> all right we got to go to our first of a couple of commercial breaks uh stay with us we're here with tony hinchcliffe and send dog and we'll be right back hey the cult classic tv comedy dr Katz, the audio files is back with the original cast now is a free premium podcast at audible.com slash Dr. Katz. Join 15 of comedy's biggest stars as they bear their souls on the couch with Hollywood's favorite shrink, Jonathan Katz, for 15 minutes. Eavesdrop on top comics like Sarah Silverman, Ted Danson, Ray Romano. Wait, Ted Danson's a comic? Weird Al Yankovic, Kristen Shaw, Maria Bamford, Paul F. Tompkins, some guy named John Hamm, and someone else named more comedians finally get the therapy they need and you get free antidepressants in your ears listen to dr katz the audio files available exclusively now at audible.com slash dr katz that's audible.com slash d-r-k-a-t-z hey everybody so that we don't have to do it in the show i'm going to do it during the breaks I want to say subscribe to this show if you haven't already and click the like button as it helps fight against people 
to flag our videos. And you can also subscribe on iTunes for the audio-only version of the show. And also, our web store is now through Villaby.com. We'll put it on the screen, I think, maybe. Uh, <laughs> check it out. You can still visit us at the same URL, bit.ly slash Merch. Order your mugs, T-shirts, and blue cards. Get blue cards. We'll sign them, and then the post office will put something right over the signature, and it's a big waste of money. Cards for high manity, I like to call it. Thanks, you guys. Enjoy your day. <laughs> All right, we're back. A lot of exciting things happened in here uh, during the break. We learned a lot. Uh, we learned the send dog only speaks when spoken to. <laughs> Just hanging out. Yeah. Um, we are at 419,806, possibly more since uh, this was written down. Uh, subscribers on YouTube, and it's always been, we've done 140 shows now, I think, and uh, it's always sort of been a goal of mine to uh, hit 420,000 subscribers on YouTube, and it looks like there's a good chance we'll make it today, so please help us out if you have more than one account or whatever, whatever sneaky thing, whatever you did in the last election, do that again for this. And, uh, and uh, you know, maybe we'll hit 420 today. It'll be like a, a telethon. WikiLeaks is good. WikiLeaks is a good thing. That's what you have to say. I have to say that? We like them over at WikiLeaks. I guess. And I then you know, get more. Julie, Julie, and then you get oh, a big boost. I see. I get it now. Sorry. I'm so slow on the uptake. <laughs> I was about to like, just go into all of my opinions. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we try to be, uh, you know, uh, politics come up sometimes. We try to be as uh, politic-free on this show as we can because, bless you. <laughs> uh, um, you guys want a marijuana know something? What it yeah. is. <laughs> this is like a little quiz thing we're doing now. Okay. Where I'm going to ask you a question that, you know, there are no wrong answers. <laughs> I mean, there's... A lot of wrong answers. They're mostly wrong answers. There's one right one. But it's still like these questions are like, what? Uh, Was that one of the questions? Did you just ask a question? Did I? Whatever just happened right then? Yeah. Oh. No, no. I was just talking. <laughs> How many countries separate Finland and North Korea? So what countries, how many of them, are in between Finland and North Korea? I have no fucking idea. I just looked at the answer... I wait a few seconds. I still probably won't know. Uh, I still know it. <laughs> look, Ashley's trying to look at a map visually right yeah, now. Yeah, it's yeah. tough, right? There's Finland and Holland. I hate and... these kind of questions because I, I feel like it's something we should know, but you know, it makes you feel silly if you don't know. But we marijuana has nothing to do with Libya, Egypt. Or not knowing it. I know, gonna... I know a lot of trivia. I'm just going to no? guess my answer. Okay. I'm going to say 15. 15? Yeah. Wow. 15 countries. I have no idea. What right? The thing is. That sounds well, like Well, that's a also, lot. you got to think about these questions tend to be like, you know, they're messing with you. The answer's like either like crazy big or crazy small, you know. Like. I'm going to go with two. See, that's in the right ballpark. The correct answer, one country, Russia. I am. Russia that's, is all it's between Finland in North Korea. That's you know what else is funny? Is not, it, that could be completely right. wrong. That's wrong. 
No, it's right. There's Why would something they give me between, one that's wrong? There's something between Russia and North Korea. They're this not, is, this is an a, important uh, segment on the internet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? It's right, right? Daniel's looking it up. It makes sense that Russia's huge. It's a, but that's at the top. See, they're trick questions. That's why they're... Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they're not even... You know what I mean, Vern? Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's true. We got, we're going to have multiple confirmations by really? several, several white men yeah, with laptops. It's got to be accurate. I've been to Finland many fucking times. I never knew it was one country away from North Korea. So. How often do you get fucked with by police? Every now and then it happens. You know what I mean? Um, and more in our earlier days than now, of course, because now a lot of the guys that are cops, you know, at one point grew up being music fans and right. Cypress fans. But so what do you have to do? Start like just rapping for them? No, sometimes they just <laughs> walk do their they dog by you. Oh, they could, they know our faces. You know what I mean? So okay. and they'll, instead of saying anything to us, they'll walk the dog by us first. But after 26 years of traveling, we're not, you know, dumbasses that are going to just openly carry weed through borders like that where we could right. just call somebody in the country we're going yeah, you don't, and we're dialed don't in all over again. Borders. Don't even try it. Yeah. yeah, but I remember our first time we got really busted was um, one of us guys like uh, didn't want to do an interview for somebody in, in Amsterdam as we left Amsterdam and that guy called head of the border and said, hey, this bus is coming when these guys got everything on him. Oh, so that sucks. Yeah, I mean, we were getting pulled over. We had to do the whole bend over, spread them. Oh, that's shitty. Cough. <laughs> Pull your skin back. Just because some guy called. Shit. We had to do it all on the French border, right? So it was like 4 in the morning, and we're oh. out there just getting sweated. And everybody that's driving by, you know, is looking at us like, oh, man, druggies, druggies. But I'm looking, I'm like, everybody's driving by. It looks like the druggies getting by while we're sitting here getting busted. Right. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things. And then we thought we were going to jail. And the guy says, it's a small matter now, but if you guys give everything you got, you guys will be on your way. And we had, like, a table maybe a little bit bigger than this, just full of weed and hash and all kind of stuff. And uh, he said, it's a small matter. <laughs> so I can imagine they get real big dogs coming through there with some real weight. You don't want to end up in a French prison. Bunch of bad people in there. Bunch of murders and crepists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to take a second to breathe. <laughs> uh, that's, one of, that's the kind of thing when I say it, uh, my friends uh, get mad at me. But I enjoyed it. I love those things. I fucking love them too. But I have a theory that comedians that are all anti-puns are the ones that don't, can't did do Chris them. Did Chris Hardwick ever try to not give you points over something that hilarious? Because he did that to me a few times. I, they didn't have me on the show that often. I can't, <laughs> I can't really remember. Um, but uh, it, it drives me crazy when people say they don't like puns. It's like, shut up. Everybody loves puns. <laughs> they just don't know it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, if it's like, strate- if it's like, look what I wrote today off a of paper, but if it's in the moment, you know, you're talking about maybe you're about to go to a French prison, crepus. Fucking brilliant. No, that was if great. I can say so one. myself. That was great. And then also the, the, per- the high mind can uh, come up with something like that. Like, why isn't everybody in advertising just getting high all day and coming up with the stuff? It drives me crazy. That's how I did it when I was in the game. Me and my buddy got stoned the other day. We came up with a funny commercial in the moment, uh, a crossover commercial between uh, Game of Thrones and the NFL, a commercial for both of them at the same time, where the Game of Thrones people are like, let's send a raven to whatever, and, like, Ray Lewis comes up, an actual Baltimore raven, and, like, 
takes the message and then beats somebody up or something like that. You guys are really stoned on that. <laughs> you guys are going in on that day, bro. Really? But there's a lot like of there's way. a lot of team names that could be in Game of Thrones when you think about it. Yeah, lions, dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dolphins. <laughs> I set up the premise and ruin it immediately. <laughs> Padres. <laughs> Hasn't been the right sport anymore. No, that's All right, you guys want to know something? Yeah. Would you like to marijuana know something? <laughs> yeah. This one, this one makes me unhappy. What color is polar bear hair? I actually know the answer. You to do? This. Yeah. I what is it? Do. It's black. Okay. I actually know this one. Is it bad if you know the answer? I don't know. Why does every time I answer, this guy with the beard keeps telling me I'm wrong? <laughs> like, like that. I'm like, Jesus, what an. A- <laughs> what a- You're no fun. You know Taylor Rizzo from uh, multiple appearances on uh, Kill Tony, which reminds me, that's an important thing to bring up. Uh, Kill Tony is also a live internet program yeah. that uh, streams on Monday nights from the comedy store here in Los Angeles at. What time do they tune in? Like 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time so every single Monday. So 11 p.m. on the East, which that's a fun alternative to late night television on a Monday. An hour and a half continuous fun. You're, you're one of the guests that comes on the most. You're like... Oh, I'm on tonight. Yeah. Right? And we're going to have a blast. You and uh, Eric, Eric Griffin, Griffin who's, who's on... Uh, I'm Dying Up Here. It's their last episode, I think, coming out this week. And uh, Showtime, yeah going to be a blast. Yeah, we're going to have a good time tonight. It's in the main room tonight. Yeah, I, I saw that somebody sent a picture on the internet of the marquee. We've been in the main room. That's the first time my name's ever been on that sign at the comedy store, I isn't think. That, isn't that cool? I think it's the first time ever. Yeah. And I've never been officially uh, paid by them or hired yeah. to work there. Yeah. I just do Kill Tony there yeah. <laughs> and hang out at the bar. I love it. Yeah, but uh, you know, a lot of great comics are really into doing sets there all the time now. Like, you go yeah. there any night of the week, you're going to see some amazing people. And you, you work out there quite a bit. I started there. I'm there every night that I'm in town. Even if I do spots somewhere else in L.A., I still go there to close out the night. I just love it. I love hanging out with comedians and musicians and all the artists that go there and hang out there. Yeah, it's a real... like it's a real uh, touristy gotta, spot. I love what you so. do, man. I, oh, I love it. People it's from, all, you know, some other clubs in L.A. that I play, like, I feel like people just drive in from, uh, you know, uh, Riverside or something. But, like, the comedy store is, like, it, it really attracts people from all over the place. It's a really. real cool hangout, and it's so... People come up from all around the globe. I had some Kill Tony fans come up to me last week. One guy was from Kuwait. He showed me his... I'm like, shut up. You're messing with me. I'm from Kuwait. I listen to the and he showed me and it has the Keltoni logo and everything else is Arabic except for the guest right so it's like Arabic Arabic Dom Irera Doug Benson blah 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 what? so crazy and then there were some guys from uh, take a picture of that put it's, it on the Instagram sounds cool yeah it's like a weekly thing now it's yeah. so it's because it took years you know what I mean of doing things and establishing it but now that they know that it happens all the time and we never stop doing it. it it's a real awesome, cool thing that we're, oh, yeah. for the first time, we're starting to get like a lot of that. We do the main room every Monday now. We moved it full time, Doug. It's nice. never yeah, in the belly room. Yeah, it used to be up anymore. in the belly room, which is a cozy little spot. Yeah. But uh, Taylor Rizzo is one of the comedians who's always hanging around in there waiting to go on. Maybe we'll talk to him about it when he comes out 
to dab us out at the end of the show. He's got an amazing device. You've got Who's to be in? Kidding. You don't have to do it. You when did that to. become a thing? It's a new thing now where we used to let you see a magic trick. Now we fucking dab you out. We've turned an ugly corner. Magic <laughs> trick a, dab, magic trick dab. It's an intense dab. show. But this is crazy. I asked you guys a question, and we've never talked about the answer. Oh, yeah. What? I don't, I don't think it's black, dude. Why would you say that? Polar yeah, why would you black? say that? You what are you trying the whole to do? Room, man. Why why do you always have to be contentious? I read something crazy one time that the way that the light reflects off of the hair makes it white. Maybe it's blue? I I think it might be blue. You're right about the answer being crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Do you have a guess, Send Dog? You know, no, I don't. I, if you ask me, I would say it's white. Shit, it looks white, so it must be white. So. Right? Okay. <laughs> That'd be fun if that was I'm the answer. I'm not a, you know, fucking animal person that, to know, you know, like... <laughs> I don't train polar bears or anything like that, so... <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to tell you in a songs. second, but first I want to know, uh, what do you like to be called? Like, what do your friends call you? My friends just call me Sin. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, can, are Tony and I your friends now? Yeah. Nice. You guys can call me Sin. All right. I'm here cool. with Mr. Sin Dog and Tony Hinchcliffe, and um, uh, the answer to the question is clear. Oh... <laughs> But that's probably what, what you're talking about, is it's clear, and then the light hits it and it makes yeah. it look white. I remember reading something once, but... Fucking, they got that clear, is... clear hair. How about that? Yeah. I've heard of clear eyes, but... But I don't know, you know? That's one of those questions, but we look at it, and it's white, so it's white. Because that's what, that's what we're so seeing, weird. right? Yeah, yeah, you're looking at it, you're out in the I'm snow. I'm looking at the it, there it is. Look yeah. at that white polar bear. Wrong! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyway. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, I'm just I'm just putting a button on that segment finally because I was like, oh, we're because what they do is they take just the part where I ask the question and you guys give your answers mm. and then I say the right answer. They they cut it down to like a short thing and uh, uh, where does it show up? Now this weed. <laughs> yeah, I just found out about it. <laughs> I'm just learning about it, but it's uh, yeah, it's called now this weed. But where how where do people how do people get to it? Follow it. It's on the Facebook feed. Why do I see it on my Twitter sometimes? It's on, it's on all the platforms. Okay, cool. So people can find it. I'm still amazed when somebody writes to me something like, "What time's your show start tonight?" I'm like, it's a Google o'clock, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is so it is. weird, right? Yeah, I don't get it. Well, you can look just it's so easy Instagram. to find out, but yeah. nobody believes anything anymore. They look right at it, 8 o'clock. I'm going to check with Doug. Yeah. See what time he's going. Almost on. everything has a link, too. It it's great? like the link's there and the thing that they're asking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's I'm, I'm going to start using that from now on. Everybody's asking me. Oh, hey, please. Time to show it. I love it. Google a clock, nigga. Yeah, you can see that. <laughs> that's you how, you, that's can, how you really gonna, gonna, gave it a nice upgrade. It that's yeah. how I'm going to say it from now on, like that. <laughs> that's right there. You know what I mean? That'll be right there. It's, oh, yeah. my God. This show's flying by. I've got some pot topics, but I don't know if we can uh, uh, get too much in on, on the pot topics. <laughs> I remember that sound effect. It's supposed to happen every time I say it. Okay. Can you say it? What? Pot topics. Pot topics. See, it doesn't do it when you say it, but it does it when I say Pot it. Pot topics. That sounds kind of familiar. You know that? It's you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to you know reach out to. 
very specific yeah. audience. You're definitely people that yeah. really know that theme song. You're resonating really good with yeah. that. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> Senator Cory Booker <laughs> is proposing a bill that would both legalize marijuana at the federal level and encourage states to legalize it locally uh, and through incentives. They're actually going to try to encourage, and I, I don't know what the incentives would be, but maybe money less the, tax on it or something or yeah yeah something money based yeah yeah well that's cool i'm with that go cory booker go get it oh he's, spe- he's especially going after states whose cannabis laws are shown to disproportionately incarcerate minorities which is you know Down south. which is why marijuana is still illegal is to incarcerate minorities yeah that's why really I'm afraid mm. so. Wow. <laughs> right? Because last time I what checked, other... it was more than just the minorities getting stoned around here. No, I know. Uh, you know. It's completely unfair. Yeah. It's the it's to I, I'm uh, the height of white privilege. I disagree. That I, that I could smoke wherever I want and I not get in trouble. Disagree, Doug. I'm With taking which a part? white privilege right now. I got a ticket on the 101 for going 75 and a 65 the other day. I'm not right, even kidding. But I'm telling you, in, the, in certain light, you could be confused for a minority. <laughs> 70, <laughs> 75 in a 65 on the 101. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't wink at each other and he lets you go because you're white. Like, I mean, granted, there's still, we still have problems. <laughs> we have, and they're, 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 there's a name for it, white people problems. We have those. Yeah, no, I know, I'm just For kidding. sure. But that same ticket is going to somebody who's a minority who may have been needed to really get somewhere. Yeah. You know, made it, maybe was speeding not for the fun of it. Right. You know, and uh, that person, it could just it could be the first thing that just sets them on a path to uh, absolute ruin. You know why I ended up not arguing the ticket? Because I had a joint in my pocket. I almost always do. I have one right now. Oh, let's see. But he was giving me a ticket and I'm like, 75 and a 65. All right. Have a nice day, I guess. I was like that. I think Instead we're of like, what do you mean 75 and a six? On the 101, 75? Am I? Here's these what guys I love are about so these. committed to their job that they're not even paying in. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I love about these. Yeah. Is like you're out somewhere smoking it, and uh, for some reason you, you want to save the rest of it and put it out, yeah. or you need to get rid of it quickly. It's my everything. You slide it in here, yep. close it up. Done. No air. It's, it's out immediately. That's how I, I've been doing it for two or three years You're a genius. I probably like got this. it from you. We got to go to a break. We will uh, see you again in a few minutes. When it comes to snacks, sometimes it feels like the only options are delicious and a billion calories or boring and tasteless. But it doesn't have to be that way. Up your snack game with Nature Box. Nature Box has over 100 snacks that taste good and are made from high quality simple ingredients. That means no artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel good about what you're eating. My favorites are their Honey Dijon pretzels and their Vanilla Bean Wafers because they are super delicious and keep me from snacking on food that will make me feel bad later. Plus, they add new snacks inspired by real customer feedback and the latest food trends and professional chefs every month. 
It's so simple. Just go to naturebox.com, choose the snacks you want, and NatureBox will deliver them right to your door. There's no risk. If you ever try a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it for free. So you're sure to find your new snack obsession. And right now you'll save even more. NatureBox is offering our listeners three free snacks with your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash get dug. That's naturebox.com slash get dug for three free snacks with your first order. Naturebox.com slash get dug. Fly me in the correct uh, That's my goal. Is if I didn't have that we didn't listen to the song. I'd probably be like an asshole. At yeah. all. We'd yeah, just exactly. sit there talking. Just to get out. And That's just, what happens uh, when you get everybody high. Is to just keep it. Hey, you know we're back, right? Yeah, just keep it. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Matter of fact, I enjoy it more now. Than <laughs> These guys don't know either. <laughs> we don't know what, that we're back. It's funny. Everybody in the room was talking. I, I, that's never happened here before, but uh, the weed is good today. <laughs> yeah, your triangle kush is an excellent strain. Yeah, so we're all that's just uh, having a lovely uh, chat. That music was by Churches and Trains, and that's one person who you can find at uh, Timey Mengel Music, T-I-M-Y Mengel Music. Um, and we've had that one on before, and didn't we also discuss just getting rid of those? Because the show is 48 minutes every episode now. Oh, we've been joined by Taylor Rizzo, uh, the Dab King of Culver City. <laughs> uh, and you... Uh, are helping us out today with a device that uh, fell into our hands. It's a lightsaber dab rig. Wow. Uh, donated to the show by the 172nd Street Glass Gallery. And they have a website, 172nd.com. And the artist's name is Seth Ham Glass. What, he went into the glass because uh, his last name's Glass? I guess so. Or did he change it? <laughs> or is it like unbreakable? Is he very fragile? <laughs> like Mr. Glass. Are we about to go back to the future? Doug? I don't know. That seems like it could... That'd be a it's great like a, uh, premise for a weed movie. It's like a flux incapacitor. <laughs> yeah. A guy smokes out of this thing and, and zaps to the future where weed is legal. Yeah. That's what's going to happen to me today, I think. Because um, I'm still not great with dabs. Tony is uh, tapping out on the dab. I'm dabbing and tap, tap. Dab, tap. Dab out. Uh, Send dog will do it. I'm not a dabber either, man. It's... You you won't even do it. <clears throat> I mean, you I'll love... take a little hit. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not, like I'm not pusher. Like a, I'm just it saying. It takes a week to clear that. It looks there's like you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's no, gonna you be can be take a small one if you it's want to. It's gonna be brutal. We'll try to make yeah, it. Yeah, give me a small, small. one. Like, I'll go my first. kind of small. Not Taylor kind of will do it. Yeah, I'll do a big one if you want. Yeah, you start us off with a big one. I like that idea. Maybe we'll run out of time. Wow. Yeah, let me do you guys' plugs while he's setting that up. Um, Send Dog's got a self-titled debut album called Power Flow. Yeah, it's a band actually. It's a rap metal band. It's really heavy, really groovy, funky, crunchy, hard, all that good stuff. Oh my god! And I got Is members. Is Brian Posehn uh, a fan? He would love that. I got members uh, <laughs> from Fear Factory and Biohazard and uh, uh, Downset and myself, and we got this. Rock oh, any band. any heavy bands? Yeah, we're out now. <laughs> we're out now. You can Those check us the out. Fucking heaviest bands out there, right? Yeah. Uh, and you're going to Europe next week with Cypress Hill. Yeah, actually, in a couple of days, we leave for Europe for an extended tour, you know, um, all the festivals and stuff out there. And this is our 26th season professionally, uh, 30th season, you know, all together since when we started our group. And uh, we're still doing it, man, despite of a, lot of a lot of other opportunities that are 
been coming around lately. You know, we understand that Cyprus well, is doing a lot of shit. Well, I love that you guys are staying together, and you're, it's great. My, uh, my I gotta very, go see a show. My very first time visiting L.A., right out of high school, and it was very, very powerful and surreal to me the whole little week that I spent here because my older brother moved here. Came with a couple buddies, and one of the cool things we did is we went to a Jimmy Kimmel taping, which was the first ever TV taping I was ever at, and I've always been interested in all that late night stuff, the late night wars, everything, blah 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 blah. It was very That's a good surreal. Way to start it off. It's D- fun to go to. Don Barris is the first person you oh see. Oh my goodness! Sure enough, I would start comedy at the comedy store a year or two after that, or whatever, and uh, and make friends with him. Kimmel was amazing, and the musical guest that night was Cypress Hill, and. It was the coolest thing. We listened to that album that you guys made around 2003, 2004, right yeah. around there, and uh, the entire week, and it was the theme of everything, and I wanted to move back here like immediately, and you guys were a cool big part of that. I just, wow. got, I just got cheesy because I'm all stoned That's crazy. That's I love it, and now we give Sendog an opportunity to tell you how much his comedy is affected. <laughs> Your comedy. <laughs> uh, but thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate you saying that. You know, that's the, the kind of stuff you want to hear as a musician, but you never really get a chance to hear that, you know, how the band affected what person in what way and when. Yeah, you know, I know sure. I can yeah. tell you when Run DMC moved me for the first time. You know what I mean? So that's kind of cool to hear, you know, that kind of stuff. I always like to take in conversation with random people that I don't know, like when I'm on tour and they tell me, dude, when I saw you guys on The Simpsons, I was a fan from then on or something like that. That's the kind of little nerdy shit that I want to know, you know what I mean? Like the time I was at your show in Atlanta and you guys uh, let me hit that gigantic bong back Backstage, Excalibur. Yeah, I fucking, I did, I got it. I, I conquered Head Excalibur, chopper. and uh, it is it was a, a monster that thing. But everybody in the band does it on stage while still playing. They don't stop the show to hit Excalibur, and then Excalibur goes backstage, and they let a few more people. It's probably an insurance thing why I couldn't hit it out in front of the audience, <laughs> but I hit it backstage, and it was, like, uh, amazing. And, and it was a great show before and after the hit. That bong has chopped off some famous heads, man. People <laughs> think, oh, it's no biggie. I'll clear it. I'll clear it. Yeah, right. Half an hour later, you see him couch, like, oh, you know, hurting. No, they walked me through it real nice because you have to you have to inhale really hard just to get the smoke close to your mouth. And when it gets close, you take a breath and go back in and then take yeah. the hit. And it was fucking brutal. All right, so let me do this You're thing. Oh, Tony Hinchcliffe, we got to do your, your plugs. You're on the Monster Energy Comedy Tour, uh, TonyHinchcliffe.com for tickets. Uh, your album, One Shot, is all the places you get albums. And uh, Kill Tony tonight. Heck, yeah. The tour is the main thing. It's crazy. It's uh, I go back out this week, and uh, it's going to be insane. Nashville, Huntsville, Louisville, Indianapolis, Cleveland, Atlanta, Charlotte, New York City, Gramercy Theater, the night of the Mayweather-McGregor fight. It's me at the Gramercy Theater. 2,000-plus seats or whatever. Me versus Mayweather and McGregor. Uh, Boston, bunch of cool stuff. TonyHinchclip.com. I saw you tweet about that today. Like, that sucks when there's a big fight like that that happens at the same time. But, you know... Not only that... There's a lot of people that don't care about the fight, you know? Like, even though there's a lot of talk about it, there's plenty of people that don't give a shit. It's not even sold out yet. You know? 
Triple G and Canelo sold out, and that's not that's sold out. That's the real match. Crazy. How come I'm not doing the lightsaber? Funny thing, we're gonna I'm, do the lightsaber. I'm playing Gramercy Theater with my boys in September with Power Flow. If you don't do it right now, we must do it in the something. Yeah. Wait a minute, I'm playing there. Stop. Remember when I get there? The bro was just here a little while ago. Heck yeah. Maybe I'll leave a joint hidden in under the couch for you or something. All right. Take a little something. Like, there should be a joint here somewhere. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> this whole thing is out of control. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. This is like... Hey, let me take it. <laughs> How the fuck do we do this thing? There's like a little button on the bottom to turn the light off, but we can... i got to move this nail over to that. Wow. What the hell is that? <laughs> this just feels. <laughs> this feels like it'll be. A, this could be happening in two different episodes of Room 104, that new HBO show. Maybe it's too new for jokes. Right, let's see if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude! Did you see Game of Thrones last night? I heard it was a really good one from some people, and then a friend of mine hated it. Wow. Whoever that friend is, Doug, mm -hmm. seriously, I really have been cutting I... people off lately. That's if their opinion on something's, like, way off, I'm like, okay, that was it. Perfect. What the? Whoa. So, <laughs> How do I get the hit? All right, you just pull out of here. Yeah. Oh, you haven't done it yet. Oh, no, no, no. Totally. You're pulling the whole time? No, I've just been trying to figure right. it the fuck out, but I, I, I do realize now that you got to put that in there first. Yeah, you just... All right. <laughs> All right, it's happening right now. All right, how's this look on camera? Wow. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Whoa. That was a rip. How much cord do I got? I really want to hold this up. <laughs> <laughs> You got a lot, actually. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> now you try. Oh, right. oh, shit. Where do you hold it from? I mean, like... Goddamn. <clears throat> Who else would ever smoke out of that? It'd be fun to have two of them, because then you can really fight. You think somebody at home... Like, I get it. This is a big show, right? Big production. But is... Is, is that a... Th like, who would smoke in their, like, yeah. basement with that? Dude, I was wondering, Hopefully like, nobody. It's pretty inconvenient. I was wondering, like, you who was just the first guy that came up with this concept of dabbing? And if we do this and do that and then put it in here, blah, blah, blah. Probably, we're uh, party his, you know? i say maybe Bill Nye came up with it. Just <laughs> 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 make up stuff. Oh, look at you go. I just saw his beard get longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck pretty good eh I mean everybody yeah. was you know what I should have awesome. said before I hit it I should have said I've, I've got a bad feeling about this <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make any Star Wars references um, next show is going to be August 15th check back for uh, updates on exactly what time of day that'll be but August 15th is probably what like a week away yep Eight days. Thank you, Taylor Rizzo, yeah. the Dab King. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you to Send Dog and to Tony Hinchcliffe, and to Send Dog for inspiring Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. a lot of us. Right on. What? 30 oh, thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that would have been a great place to get out right there. <laughs> right. That would have been so cool. But check out uh, Kill Tony tonight. How do people watch it? 
Uh, it's at DeathSquad.tv, the live stream. We're now streaming live in VR 360 and also uh, oh on Ustream. Yeah, it's awesome. So now you can be like in the front row looking around at everything and around. I love it. We'll yeah. see you August 15th, everybody. <laughs>